Welcome along to the Property Academy Podcast. I'm your host, Ian McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And today on the show, we're doing a book review. We have gone away and read The Only Woman in the Room. So we're going to tell you all about this book, why we like it, what it's going to do for you if you read it. Now, it's quite funny because this one here, it was originally in our top 10 books for the year that we said everyone should read these top 10 books right at the start of 2021. And... 10 months later, hey, we've actually gone away and read the thing and we can do the book review for it. Now, this, funnily enough, is one of Ilsa's major book recommendations. And of course, t- for today's show, we are joined once again by a friend of the show, Ilsa Wolf. And this is one of your favourites, Ilsa. Now, originally, I actually, I can't believe this. I don't know what was going through my head, but, you know, Andrew, you and I were just going to do this. And then I thought, well, how ridiculous that you can have two guys reviewing a book about females and property investment. So we've got Ilsa here. Use my better judgment. We've got our favourite woman in the room. (laughs) That's going to cause you some grief at home. But tell me this, Ilsa, (laughs) walk us through the ethos of the book or why the book was written. So the main author is a woman, an American woman called Ashley Wilson, and she collates the stories of 19 other female real estate investors from all around the world. And the concept for the book was founded when Ashley attended a real estate conference years ago. And of all the hundreds of attendees who were there, in totality, the female attendees only occupied two tables altogether so it was something like less than five percent of attendees at this event and it really knocked her and she thought in that moment hey I'm going to vow to write a book called the only woman in the room at the time she had no idea what the content would be but she just felt that she had herself lacked role models in the real estate investment industry and she wanted that to change so the title grabbed me personally because in my past career corporate career I constantly found I was the only woman in the room (laughs) at Microsoft and banking and now again in real estate. So I thought it was super relevant. We have a ton of female listeners on the podcast and this is one industry where it's gender neutral. It's gender neutral. It doesn't determine your pay rate, right? It's up to you to form those results. So this book is really about knocking out stereotypes and breaking boundaries, bringing stories from some real trailblazers and providing motivation more than anything else. That's awesome. And what I want to do is, of course, there are 20 great stories within this book, but I just want to take you through one really good example that jumped out at me. So the one I want to tell you about is one by Anna Kelly, and it was so compelling because she grew up in the US in quite a series of abusive families. So first of all, mum split up with dad, dad was abusive, she married somebody else who was also abusive again, and she eventually made the hard decision to leave home leave her siblings in what was probably a pretty bad situation, but she left her family so that she could invest and further herself. And then actually, Elsa, continue on with the story because it's such an interesting part about what happens next. Yeah, she then went to college, worked at a bank, did really well and had a great career. She then had a baby, her first baby, and wanted to stay home with the baby, but she had too much debt. So the baby needed to go to daycare and she needed to get back to work. But she decided to try real estate investing. HTV, one of the main TV programs over in the US, convinced her that she should flip houses and it would be a quick way to win and make cash. So she jumped into that, flipped her first house and made a ton of rookie mistakes and it cost her $10,000 she lost money on that project. It was so interesting as well. Also in the book, she says, HTV convinced us flipping houses would be a quick way to replace her income. They lied. <laughs> it's really interesting what was going on in her life at that time, right? 
So the husband, he's starting his own business. So that's that's a real challenge for anyone that started their own business. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And obviously they're juggling the work-life balance of having a young child as well. She's back at work because they needed the income and they're investing in real estate in the weekend. So they're going out to open homes, then they're buying these properties, then they're doing the renovations and putting a huge amount of sweat equity into the projects. And so their life was a juggle, I'm sure. And it's, it's busy enough not having kids, but throw kids in there, I'm sure it's a nightmare. Well, it was can tell us. And then they got to a point where they built up enough cash flow that she could retire. So she could actually stop working and they could focus full time on the investing. And the amazing end to the story, and the amazing end to the story is that they've now got 60 million US dollars worth of multi-unit apartments. So it's huge. They're huge investors, even, even for America's standards. Do you know what as well? Spare a thought for how much debt they must have as well. I mean, they'll have a, they'll be millionaires, <laughs> right? But just spare a thought for, you know, they might have $40 million worth of debt on that. It must be eye-watering if you log into your bank account. Of course, you wouldn't have one big $40 million mortgage, but gosh, that'd keep you up at night. And also, just walk us through as well. What were some of your favourite stories in there? I had two favourites who uh, actually, again, on the Instagram accounts to follow recommendations that we ran on a previous podcast episode. Two of them I noted. So one of my favorites is Brittany Arneson, or most people would know her as Investor Girl Brit on Instagram. I think she has around 230,000 Instagram followers or something like that. She is an incredible property investor. I love her story because she had a very hands-on beginning and her story is super inspiring because she has always pushed herself. And what I noticed most recently is that she has really transformed herself from a DIY real estate investor and has really scaled up into large commercial projects. And everyone who follows her has probably noticed the same, but she came from, you know, a really typical upbringing. She's Canadian born. And what she observed was that her mother and father were super hardworking and they'd pull her and her brother into renovations as kids. And she learned by observing that work hard, save and invest. She studied power engineering and loved DIYs to begin with. And as she established herself, she was told by someone more experienced that she needed to add credibility. And that basically transpired in the form of this Instagram account that has really then provided the future platform for all of her development. And what she worked out and the key message of her story is that she learned to connect with the right who in order to unlock her next level of potential. And now she's scaling up to commercial and large scale storage businesses and that has been completely unlocked by raising capital through her Instagram page and what she learned from her mentor was that unless you ask you won't get. She had always felt like she needed to stick to the DIY because that's what she had built her brand on but in fact she had a really strong following of people who wanted to see her succeed and now she raises millions of dollars to unlock her next projects so super inspirational. And Andrew just walk us through what will and won't you get from this particular book? I think the thing to remember is you've got 20 individual stories from people who are highly motivational and have got inspirational stories. So if you want that kind of fizz in the morning or, or at night to kind of get you excited about your day, you know, it's relatively easy to kind of just read a, a chunk of a story or something like that and get inspired for what's possible out there if you push yourself. So you are going to get motivation and you are going to get inspiring stories so I think that's awesome what you're not going to get though is because you've got 20 stories and they're all condensed into 5% of the book you're not going to get a huge amount of detail on each of them you're not going to get the entire backstory you're not going to get you know all the trials and tribulations and the and the intricate details of everything so you miss that part and you're not going to get specific tips I guess from those people on how they've made it work you're just going to kind of get the the broader strokes that's an ed term that I've taken from them 
But I think the book does its job as well, which is to show the breadth of people who invest in real estate and show the different strategies that you potentially can use all around the world. There's people in there from Norway across to the US and right across Europe. It is a really great book. Now, also, one thing that I want to know is, what, if anything, does having a book like this mean to you? Well, what attracted the book to me in the first instance was that I've often felt the same way as actually the author has. So in my career, I've always seemed to be in these typically male-dominated industries. And so it was really refreshing for me to see that this woman had collated the stories of women in real estate and to really provide that encouragement to bring more women to the fore and just to give it a go. And I think what's really valuable from each of these stories is that how real estate investment plays in each of their lives is relevant to their lifestyle and it works how they need it to work. And some of them have become hugely successful. So I think it's really also talking about authenticity and carving a path that is right for you and not to let any barriers stop you from pursuing your own goals really but also what it does show is that you know the rewards are really proportionate to the effort you're willing to put in there's some serious grit in these stories that there are no shortcuts it really is blood before the glory to get things done and find that way towards financial freedom or whatever it is you're looking for with real estate being the vehicle to achieve that and if that's attractive to you then this book is really relevant to you as well I just want to also share Maria Fristram's story as well from the book so we've previously mentioned her on the Instagram recommendations list as well so her Instagram page is Maria Loves Real Estate she's smaller maybe around 15,000 or so followers but she's a Finnish real estate investor and her story is super interesting she's a really extroverted personality her language in the book will have you in hysterics from start to finish what has not stopped Maria is that she's had quite a nomadic life just through different stages of her life and career she's scaled the corporate ladder and being highly successful in Silicon Valley which I think is a really great story to share because often in our 30s we reevaluate what's important in life and we have a second career direction from that point and so Maria's story is quite typical in that sense that she was very high on the corporate ladder in Silicon Valley and then just decided that you know she wasn't seeing that fulfillment so she really wanted to put her creative brain to use but upon returning to Finland she noticed that the property market was super super hot this is around 2015 and she knew she needed to differentiate in her approach to real estate investment to get in because it was super competitive and she didn't have the cash that many of her competitive buyers did so what she did was she used her creative skills to learn DIY she would go onto Craigslist and look for the for free items grab those do them up to look like high-end design trends so what she challenges the reader to think about is how if you can solve someone else's problem it can solve your problem too which is so powerful for the fact that she knew that if she could renovate a really unattractive property buy it for a low dollar renovate it to a really high standard on modern trends but at a cheaper rent that she could attract the people who want to live in a beautifully designed place but couldn't necessarily afford it. So by satisfying that need for a certain type of tenant, she then was able to renovate really cost-effectively and save her own problem. And now she has positive cash-flowing apartments all around Finland and is super effective and super hilarious on her Instagram page. Her content is all worth having a look at. Fantastic. Let's wrap it up there. But please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey... If you want to be a property investment coach, we're looking for someone to join Ilsa's team. We're looking for Ilsa's twin, preferably in Christchurch. So if you want to help people implement that Burr strategy, the renovations and active strategy, then get in touch, send your CV off to Ollie, O-L-L-I-E, at opuspartners.co.nz, and he'll be in touch. 
Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Epic Knight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time. <laughs>